Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if you thought that BVS had a ridiculous resolution, just wait until you hear about John Jones and his mother, the Martha Mam Hunter. I would like to introduce our guests, or better yet, our super friends. It's a bit of a change-up from our typical formula. For this special episode, we will discuss the implications of the recently announced Snyder Cut hitting HBO Max in 2021. So we'd like to introduce Paul. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm totally DTF right now, so <laughs> this is just, this is awesome. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah, we have big news, so glad people can join us and talk all about it. Sure. Do you have any uh, plugins that you'd like to give for anybody to check you out? Any uh, things sure. you work on, podcasts, or? Yeah, um, do a Batman-centric podcast called The Animated Batcast with Rebecca, and then Movies from the Heart, where we talk about people's favorite movies. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And then we also have, joining us, Jesse. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. How about yourself? Doing well. Do you have Thank any plugins? Um, I have an old podcast that has about maybe 20 episodes called A Couple of Nerds, and you can search it on Facebook. Uh, mostly pop culture centered um, show. With we also do video games as well. So awesome! Yeah, I've checked that out a few times. Awesome. You're, you're trying to reboot it too, right? Um, yeah, we're trying to figure out what um, kind of formula we want to stick with and and how we want to do it. So. Um, it, I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but we're looking towards it. So hopefully in the next couple months, we'll get some new episodes up. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And you do art too. I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Most- I like your stuff. You're always posting on social media. You always oh, have some, you. some fun stuff, especially the uh, Baby Yoda content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working on some new stuff, so I'm sure you'll see some stuff popping up. Uh, yeah. Again. Anything uh, Snyder Cut related? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> not yet, at least. Not until no, the not demand yet. is there. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag release the Snyder Cut art. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, the big news, I'm sure everybody's already heard, but that's what we're here for, to inform those who live in rocks. Inside of rocks. Yeah. Inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> they carved out the inside. <laughs> And then I think that's home. called a cave. It slid right in. <laughs> and then they barricaded the other side. <laughs> so, WB and Zack Snyder have announced that the Snyder Cut is indeed real, and it is going to be coming in 2021. So, this is big news. Whether you like or dislike the current Justice League film... Uh, it's definitely a historical moment for superhero films and just where it can go for reboots, reshoots, whatever you want to call it uh, as far as movie, the movie industry goes. Uh, obviously, we've had like, what, three years since the release? So, you know, fans have rallied with the hashtag release the Snyder Cut, and that's based off uh, the 
dislike that people have had for the the recent film. Dislike. That's putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to be polite. We'll get into that. There's there's a there's a discussion for controversial uh, aspect of the whole. Uh, yeah. So that's the common thing is the hashtag release the Snyder Cut, and that's been you know a thing for many years. But you know the actual announcement was Zack Snyder held a watch party online for Man of Steel, where his wife and fellow producer for the DCEU films. Uh, and Henry Cavill, who played Superman, joined in. And at the very end, they announced the Snyder Cut will be coming to HBO Max. WB, apparently, this is the update. Since that release, the update the next day or so was that WB Pictures is going to fully support this film. Uh, they were going to provide resources needed to complete the version with the original crew uh, helping out. So that's pretty cool that not only are they going to finish the project, but the original crew is actually going to be a part of it. So, you know, there's not going to be like mm. people that don't really know what the actual concept was supposed to be initially. You know, they're, they're not playing catch up. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that part about it. And this is the part that I was actually kind of shocked by. I assumed there would be a really low budget, which mm. maybe this is, but uh, it's estimated to be around 20 to $30 million yeah. to actually complete the project wow that does seem like a lot considering it's you know he has the cut like you know yeah. What I mean? yeah well you know there was all the talks like over social media many times where he's like you know people are like it, it does exist and then there's different people saying oh it's this percent complete it's this percent complete you know mm -hmm. and it just there was no confirmed answer yeah but I think what Jason Momoa even said that he had seen the film. Did he? I believe he said <laughs> something like that. So that's funny. <laughs> but also, people said it wasn't completed. Uh, you know, there wasn't full CGI in parts of the film. So I mean, he must have seen a really rough cut of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was some the kind of like uh, implied thing, like I've seen it as in I was there. <laughs> I don't know. That's true. I guess you could just be like, well, I was in the movie, so. Right, yeah. I basically <laughs> saw it. That would make the most sense. <laughs> he's, he's probably also seen the Sinbad version of that genie movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, the rumors are uh, it could be up to four hours in length <laughs> as a film. Or they could go the episodic route and release it as like a four part ish on HBO Max. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you, do you feel like it would be better as a long sitting film or episodic where they release sections every week? <laughs> I mean, if it's really going to be four hours, then they should definitely release it episodically because everything that I've seen from Snyder like DC related I haven't really liked so I can't imagine sitting through four hours yeah well but the beauty is <laughs> if it's time. on HBO Max you can right yeah you can pause it, it come back stop. whenever you feel like it sure but like the problem with that then is like if I'm gonna pause like if I if you're gonna release it as a movie intended to watch all at once and I have to pause it that's to me a failure of the movie you know what i mean but yeah. if they try to do it episodically and kind of you know um 
I don't know, like put it in that format and it might make it more compelling. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Uh, you would kind of lose the flow of the, the film if you have to come back to it later on. Yeah, that would make me mad, honestly. Like if I was so like, oh my God, I need to take a break that I had to pause it, like I'd be pissed off like as a viewer. Uh, but let's say they go episodic. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the uh, way that he puts it together? Is that going to change his vision for how he would format the storytelling? Because would... he's going to have to have uh, introduction of uh, you know the plot and then some semi-resolution at the end of each episode, I would imagine, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess you would almost have to change it in some ways to fit that type of format. Um so probably, yeah. Um, but we've seen, you know, we've seen other things uh, kind of carry out long um, through lines over, you know, more episodes than just four. So I, you know, I think, yeah, you know, could do it. Definitely. I guess the popular thing now, too, is uh, you just give a twist ending after each episode mm. and there's no real like. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> ending to that episode yeah. hell you're seeing it on shows now i just watched a show i'm trying to think what it was and the season ended with like no resolution to anything that happened it's just okay. like oh I'll come back next season I was like what <laughs> <laughs> no thanks yeah right <laughs> uh what do you think paul uh what which would you rather have the the long ass version or or episodic oh just just give it to me in one sitting <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to prolong this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Endgame basically got us trained to at least, you know, three hours, right? Yeah, it's close true. to three hours. So, that's a good I mean, point. and like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd be cool to see the episodic with like all like the little cliffhangers. But over the past three years, Snyder's kind of tweeted everything he would have made different about the movie, so it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like a huge surprise, I guess. I, I, it's just let's get this over with. I mean, yeah. Well, just... my initial thought when they announced it was, I was like, so I mean, is it basically going to be the same movie but just rearranged? But we actually were watching last night. We we watched it again because I just oh, I'm so to sorry. I'm so sorry. Refresh. <laughs> I wanted to refresh just to be ready. Um. And most of the film, I felt like looked like, oh yeah, Joss Whedon definitely did this scene. He definitely did that scene. Like it, the whole character, the Flash, felt like it was built around his humor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it had me wondering, like, what percent of this movie is the original? And we did a little bit of digging. Um, Jessica, you found some information, right? Yes. Uh, where did I put it? It's somewhere down here. <clears throat> Basically. There's a, two different stories that I found. A lot of people were saying 15 to 20% was reshot. Um, one of those people was Charles Roven, one of the producers. Um, but I saw a different one that was from December of last year. That was Fabian Wagner, who was a cinematographer with um, Snyder. And he said the movie we saw in theaters is only 10% of what the original looked like. So... I feel like the interpretation of what was reshot and what you're seeing in theaters versus what they originally filmed can be a little bit uh, fluid because they probably already shot enough footage for them. They they had a bunch of extra footage in my in my imagination here. I'm just guessing Um, they probably had a lot of extra footage that they didn't use in what 
Snyder would have originally released that maybe we went back and used because of what he was trying to do with the film. I don't know. But it's interesting to see such a large discrepancy between 90 percent or 15 to 20 (laughs) percent. Yeah, those are very conflicting numbers. So it will be. I'm very excited to see how this one turns out. Like if it's a completely different movie or if it's like, oh, yeah, I know this scene, but redone. Yeah. yeah. Clips differently based off I'm what you want. I'm hoping like all of the Superman scenes are just not the ones that we saw every single Yeah, well, I, again, like that was another example was like most of the scenes with him, it was like, I didn't even notice this in theaters, but when we rewatched it, I was like, yeah, that's definitely the mustache Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do have a question. Like, I remember the whole debacle of like the Lord and Miller version or the directing duties of the solo movie and I think I, I don't know if I can find it real quick but I thought they said that they weren't going to get any director's credit because they didn't do 50% of the movie and Howard did like 55% of it yeah yeah I remember reading uh, about that yeah they got screwed out of uh, yeah credit because of uh, I guess yeah like you said the percent that they actually finished the product with determines who gets credit yeah, which is crazy because, I mean, I know IMDb isn't the most, you know, accurate, but mm-hmm. Snyder's got full directorial credit as director of Justice League, and you don't even see Whedon's name. Well, I oh. think the difference there is because I, the way I would interpret it is they were, in simple terms, fired from the solo project, whereas he stepped away well, as far as we know, he stepped away because of, you know, his family uh, tragedy. Mm. So yeah. it's kind of like quit versus get fired. You know, it's. Yeah. And you have like, um, we didn't came in and reshot some stuff, but in theory, they said it was only a lower percentage than majority. Um, but the film was already in post-production, I think, by the time the change up happened. So maybe that's the difference. Okay. Plus, um you brought up too uh i guess he was already working with Zack snyder on that film i didn't realize that he had already been brought on to help with stuff before snyder's departure so he yeah he basically was already with the project started he was already the, um the duties at the end snyder had asked him to write some stuff for additional photography or something like that. He already kind of worked with him a little bit. And so it was kind of a natural progression whenever um, Snyder stepped away. Which actually, uh, I guess is an answer to June had a question. She couldn't make it actually, but uh, she was supposed to join us. Um, So shout out to June. Uh, She actually messaged me a question, which I guess we kind of expand on that a little bit if we want. Um, See if I can find it. It was regarding Joss Whedon. Uh, So her question was, why was it necessary to bring Joss Whedon in at all if Zack Snyder's film allegedly had enough material for a bona fide Snyder cut to be released? What do you guys think? Hmm. Well, this is interesting because, um, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't read a lot on uh, the you know director debacles or whatever. Um, so all I was hearing was different. Um, things from like podcasts I was listening to or whatever. So for some reason, I was always under the impression that like, um, even though Snyder stepped away, that he 
was basically being forced out anyway. So it was like a forced quit. Not Yeah, that's kind of you know how I, mean? I felt about it, too. Yeah. So because there was that whole thing with like, um, what wasn't it like his kid died? His kid committed suicide or his daughter committed and his daughter. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and then like, so after that, it was like this whole thing, like people were like, oh my God, like this happened. So yeah, yeah, it was just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like the whole like Whedon thing was just kind of like a preparatory, like, we're going to pretty much force you to leave. So if he was, if Whedon was brought on, like, I feel like that was like their way of like trying to transition him out you know and force him out but i I don't i don't know anything Uh, you know that's all speculative yeah i kind of feel like and maybe this is like cynical but i kind (laughs) of feel like it was a convenient out for them Mm -hmm. to change the direction of the dceu to a more light-hearted marvel tone yeah since that's kind of what it felt what the criticism was was too dark and gritty as you know it's but I don't know. Like that could just, you know, it, there's always politics involved in Hollywood. So who knows the exact reason? But I feel like at the very least, they probably wanted to keep a schedule. And obviously his family tragedy was going to delay his work. So they probably decided they needed to find somebody else. Yeah, that's that's the you know easiest solution I could think of they would have. Yeah, because probably whatever small percentage of lightheartedness the movie may have originally had after that tragedy, even if he was willing to stay on, it probably was hard to evoke. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that- I agree with that. Yeah. And I, I it- agree. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I agree with the the your point um, about, you know, we didn't coming in, like them having we didn't come in to kind of make it a little bit more Marvel-esque. Like, I I agree with that. Like, who knows if that was the case. But just based on, like you said, the criticism that's been around all of those movies, like, I can see how that would, you know, that would be the case. Because you can even see, like, you know, I, I didn't see Aquaman, so I don't know how lighthearted that one was. But, um, like, Shazam was, like, totally more along the lines of, like, a Marvel so you can kind of see them kind of moving in that direction after the you know all of that stuff so i could see that them bringing in whedon for that reason just being like well you know what you did avengers and that was awesome so (laughs) let's (laughs) let's do that yeah let's let's (laughs) change the tide because people don't really seem to be digging our movies that (laughs) that much (laughs) yeah aquaman was definitely a very clear tone shift because it was very vibrant, full of color and humor. It, it was yeah. night and day as far as the DCEU was before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as far as the the main cast, so what you know, what does this mean as far as is there going to be more reshooting? Um, I think they've already established that there's not going to be any main cast reshoots uh needed but they will potentially be coming in for audio recording uh adr automated dialogue replacement i guess they call it dear lord which is basically if they can't you know they need to like do voiceovers for scenes that they you know need better audio they just come in and do that yeah that's Uh, terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
sound good at all. And like the guess the question is, are they still contractually <laughs> obligated to do that? Or um, is that like a game of like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Because technically they finished the project. So is this a new project? How does that work? If, can they decline if they don't want to be a part? Like it's, I'm sure they will want to be a part, but. Yeah, I feel like most of them would be like, yes, what do you need me to do? Can you, do I have to pay you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do to rescue my reputation from this movie? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that any of them wouldn't want to do that considering like, you know, you're <laughs> how just disjointed would it be if somebody like refused to do it and then they had to like yeah. rework an entire, you know, <laughs> like oh 20 God. minutes of the movie just for that one thing that they wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. get somebody else to do it and it's just like supremely awkward like yeah they, yeah. Like, a, <laughs> they have like an impressionist to do voices of the actors <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> ezra miller is just excited to leave his job at starbucks now to, oh, no. <laughs> to come to... <laughs> well that's another thing like i you know where i guess where where is the entire Cast going as far as the DCEU goes. Like, are they? It seemed like they've kind of abandoned the universe aspect and they're that's... trying to go to the solo films. But then that's been a train wreck as far as the Flash film. So, oh, and, and... come on. That's been smooth sailing since 2003 <laughs> when it was announced. Come on now. I guess <laughs> I no news is, is good news, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, what movie doesn't go through like 18 directors before even? <laughs> Come on now. It'll be released when Gambit. Well, I mean, I guess the Uncharted films are the same thing, so. You beat me to it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I don't, uh, just, like, my main question, and I totally don't mean to, like, just derail, like, I don't know, but, like, do, how many fans really expect this to be a completely game-changing different movie from what we got? Like, my take is that we're getting $30 million to just add in more battle scenes and maybe just like some like voiceover acting of like Momoa just be like, oh, my man, like that's <laughs> like how much more <laughs> yeah. are going to get from this? I mean, like how much more of a different movie are we going to be like, oh my God, like my eyes have been opened. This four hour masterpiece yeah. is completely right. different from what we got. I just... I think it was a way of uh, Warner Brothers just to be like, dude, like, all right, Zack Snyder, it's time to like put up or shut up. Like, yeah, you've been, you've been promising yeah. how good it's going to be. Here you go. Like, they have nothing to lose in this. Yeah. yeah. And I've been kind of saying that for a while now is the DCU is a wreck. Like, they seem like they're kind of abandoning it, whether they're keeping the cast or not. Who knows? But at the worst case scenario, they just make back some of the money they lost off the film if they release the Snyder Cut. Uh, you know, and obviously HBO Max is their decision, but that was the perfect choice in my mind because not only are you going to make some money back, you're going to please the fans, you're going to, you know, get the PR aspect on your side. You're also going to get subs at least in the beginning of HBO Max's uh, launch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily launch when I guess the film comes out, whenever that is in 2021. Yeah. Um, I and, just, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You're not done? No. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> I talk too much. I had an answer to that question. I think for me, as we were watching it last night, I was paying very close attention to how it looked and if it looked like it was a reshoot. 
And based on solely that information, I'm expecting to see an entirely different movie. Mm. But what that being said, it could be just that it looked bad and it wasn't, it wasn't a reshoot, but there were parts of it that I was like, this has to be a reshoot. This isn't real. Um, So if that, if I'm correct in those assumptions, then I'm expecting a a largely different movie. Yeah. I I felt like certain things were really rushed Uh, and maybe that's just my assumption, but like specifically, Oh, um, I guess I should have said this earlier. Uh, there's going to be full spoilers for anything related to the DCU. So anyone <laughs> who hasn't seen anything or some of them, I don't know why you're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoiler, it's not that good. Get out. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, the subplot of Superman's rebirth, I feel like was intended to be a longer uh, story as far as him coming back to yeah. who he is. Like, it was literally two scenes of, yeah. like, waking up on the wrong side of the bed, seeing your girlfriend, and then being like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that's what life's about. Like, yeah, I just need to have my, my morning cup of coffee, and I'm done being grumpy. Yeah. yeah. Essentially what, what it was. How far into the movie did that happen? Uh, it was like probably two thirds, I'd say, right? <laughs> sure, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> so, so he we so when he get when he wakes up from his nap, <laughs> yeah, how long? <laughs> two thirds into the movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, okay. I'd say it's at least halfway. But yeah, I mean, that was like another half. thing. Was it intended to like know that he was even in the movie, or was it supposed to be a secret? Because I. Um, going, no. in, going into the film, like I didn't even think about whether he was going to be, you know, still dead or not because no, I felt like they marketed that he was in the film, and I was like, well, I don't. I guess it could be flashback stuff, or he's I just going to be back. Well, even the end of Batman vs Superman, like the the ground is shaking, like yeah. the rocks. It's like, woo, <laughs> like that's, I'm. That's true. They did do that tease. Yeah, they should have not done that. Yeah, so but that also, made me think he was going to be dead the whole time. Yeah, they should have just kept that part out and just yeah. been like, you know what? It'll be a surprise. And that'll, because at least that would be like some intrigue and like a reason to go see that movie in the first place. It's like, ah, is Superman coming back? Who knows? Well, wasn't he on the poster for this movie? Yeah, I think Probably. he was. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> but I guess that's like the marketing is the problem with this kind of stuff because you lose all that fan excitement because you know when when people will be back and you know it loses the the fun twists and plot surprises because you just you know you know it's like spider-man had a movie announced after he supposedly was gone in endgame you know like it mm-hmm. <laughs> or not in game uh infinity war so yeah. it's just like, yeah i agree i agree with that um it lo- you lose the gravity of the moment um in most cases like i think i think um i think infinity war is one of the ones that kind of escaped that because like we all knew that everybody was coming back anyway um i don't know how they managed to pull that off but they did but for for something like that like where you know because i mean you could bring superman back just like wait a movie like if you're yeah, trying exactly to, like if you're trying to like make this whole like 
extended universe, then you have time. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. okay. Like, you yeah. can wait a movie and then bring them back. Like, that's, I think that's, like, the quintessential, like, thing that is their pro is DC's problem is they try to, like, rush all this shit. And it's like, dude, like, just relax. Calm down. Like, it's okay. <laughs> that was exactly their problem. They... They saw the success of what Marvel did going into Avengers, and they said, "We got to play catch up. We can't, we can't take our time and develop these characters. We need to just have that fucking movie." Yeah, and that's where it fell apart, I think. Yeah. Uh, going back to what Paul said about the uh, the tease that Superman, you know, may not fully be dead. <laughs> they they kind of contradicted that whole concept too no. in this film <laughs> when the only reason he came back was because they did the the shit with the mother box like it defeated the whole concept of what that tease was. In That's my a mind. good point. I just hope to God that there was actually like some people that saw the marketing and were still like shocked that Superman came back. <laughs> like oh my what? god! <laughs> Whoa! Is this his evil brother? Yeah. Who was this guy? And it was so stupid, like, and of course, like, I, I, like, I totally remember going into it, like, okay, he's going to come back, but, like, he could be bad Superman, and the only bad Superman we got was just him giving Flash to Side-Eye while he was running super fast at him. That was it. <laughs> the yeah. old Side-Eye. Yeah, I just gave him <laughs> resting space. That was it. Like, oh, God, that, that's terrifying. Yeah. I love to, I pointed this out when we were watching it, it made, it made me laugh a little bit. Uh, he lost his shirt, his suit shirt, and all that. <laughs> jacket, <laughs> not his pants. The pants were fully intact. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Wow. <laughs> Anything to get him shirtless, you know? Yeah, you gotta get the. You gotta show that bod. <laughs> I mean, like, rethinking about it, why do we need to remake it? It was amazing as it was. Like, it was so yeah. terrible. It was just great. Like, come on, dude, Aquaman sitting on the lasso of truth, and oh my god, that's you can't get better than that. Oh man, dude, Wonder Woman, she's like totally hot. Can you dig it? Like, what? This is great. Don't change I, this. The one, the <laughs> the one thing, like, I wish they would do is just like, um, when they do the cut, is just like replace like Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Replace all of them. Just the like, Snyder cut was just literally cutting him out of the film. It's exactly, just like all like, of the Justice like, League talking to a wall. Oh my god! Just have like different actors and different scenes as the characters. That we awesome. could do like a the imaginary of Doctor Parnassus or whatever. You know, have Michael Keaton back. Uh... Yeah, I was just gonna say anybody <laughs> played Batman in their lives just be in yeah. this movie. For a scene, you get uh, Will, Arnett, Will Arnett in there too, like voice actors. Nice. Get them all. Oh in. my god! <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is the movie they need to make. I'm all for this copy. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Because, <laughs> like, to Steve's point earlier, like, um, he was saying something about the like the actors, you know, and their their future roles, and you know, Ben Affleck's not in it, and he he pieced out so yeah he, he was like fuck this you know uh, it's but he was also gonna be a big part of yeah. going forward i think he actually was planning to script the batman film and and right. that all fell apart after this and yeah which like that was so that whole thing was so crazy because i was like well he's not gonna stay on to direct the movie if he left because like 
mm-hmm. it came out that he left first before he left the directing thing. And I'm like, why would he stay on as a director? <laughs> like, if he's not going to play the part, like that's yeah. sense, you know, insult to injury for sure. Well, right. yeah. And so, like, ha- yeah, and hasn't he come out and said like being Batman was like one of the major causes for like his drinking and substance abuse problems. Like, oh, yeah. shouldn't they have been worried? Like announcing all this, like, is like I'm not trying to even be funny. Like, this could like totally kind of be like a relapse trigger. Like, definitely, I would totally be worried about that for Affleck. I mean, that's like a yeah. big mantle that he has to fill. You know, especially after that's Christian cool. Bale did so well with with that trilogy. You know, I mean, you saw what happened with the joker after keith ledger you know everyone expected a lot out of uh, uh jared leto as far as that you know <laughs> and he delivered <laughs> i love that laugh <laughs> jared leto the joker. thing with him i feel like he got screwed out of yeah. a terrible script and direction yeah. i, I think know. he would have done a really good job if they had stuck to a traditional joker i think people would have enjoyed him See, I um, I don't know. I mean, I like I feel like he's super overrated as an actor. Like people think he's ridiculous and amazing. And I'm like, okay, his idea of method acting was to like, what was it that he sent people in the mail? It was like that was weird. Yeah, use condoms. Yeah, use condoms. That's what it was. Because I was gonna say it was like shit, but it was like Will Smith Um, or something, right? He sent. Yeah, I mean, that's not totally, a Joker thing to do. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He totally ripped off my Christmas card idea. Like, <laughs> asshole. But um, I, I do yeah. agree that the script was terrible, though. Like, he, there was not much he could do with that. And yeah. He was going to do something, you know? Yeah, but he's also come out and said, like, the stuff we got in that movie of him is only 10% of what they shot. So now can, like all the internet like all of a sudden demand like a true david ayer cut of suicide squad is that then like what worries me most is like we kind of gave fans too much power in this like now where is it gonna Mm -hmm. stop Uh, that's actually one of the questions i had was yeah so you kind of answered part of that uh where does this take us now that we have a snyder cut in effect essentially because fans demanded it for so long uh you know, is this going to be, we'll see, like you just said, Suicide Squad. Will, will that get a re, remake of the original concept? Uh, and will it expand to other genres and films and studios? Or is it just they're going to sit back and see how the success or failure goes on this film? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think... Um... I think that's a dangerous like kind of how like what Paul was saying like it's it's a dangerous thing to let the fans have that much power like yeah if the director wants to release like a director's cut or that's like a special edition option or just having like the seat the deleted scenes like I'd be cool with that just like I would kind of be cool with like seeing like like I would love to see like Edgar Wright's take on ant-man let's say for example because that's another thing that we never got that Mm -hmm. like would have been amazing but we're not gonna go back and like reshoot (laughs) ant-man yeah yeah, not gonna happen but if he had like a script like i'd love to read it you know so i think that's where that stuff needs to stay like i don't I don't necessarily agree with like the fans having that much power and being like, no, we want to have this cut. It's like, 
well, that's not what the decision was, you know, like the decision was to go this way. And, you know, I don't know what kind of an impact that releasing this cut could have on the universe or should have on the universe, because in this case, at least DC has been, you know, making every wrong decision as it is. So what makes you think that they're going to do like, you know, have the right decisions in the future? Like, unless they just clean house of everybody that's making every decision. You know? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, that kind of brings in the, the toxic fans concept too, but yeah. sorry, go ahead, go ahead and finish your thought. Or start um, it. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, and you know, it's not even just fans, just the fans, but I'm not a big, I'm not a big advocate of anybody bullying anybody into anything, which is what it seems like, you know, it seemed less like a kind of like, oh yeah, we've got to get this thing made. It's just like, I don't know. It seemed more like bullying than anything else. And I wasn't really, not really cool with that when it becomes like, like you said, like toxic, more toxic than it is like, oh, we should do this for the create, you know, creative sake. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same as like art, an artist's rendition of something is not something that the audience gets to decide is wrong. Right. So yeah. I think this is the same thing as if somebody just released a, a painting <laughs> and everybody was like oh fuck this this should have been this other way you should have yeah. done it these colors and stuff eyebrows are too thin yeah yeah it's just uh, he's missing an ear i don't know it's like yeah it's not your this whole this is like a spiraling out of control situation from the whole sonic deal this case specifically with the snyder cut i feel like has a little bit different of a of an angle because it's kind of like people are uh, upset they didn't get to see the vision that he had originally wanted to have. So it's, I don't know if this is the case or not, but it seems to me like people are um, released the Snyder Cut because I know his artistic vision and the end product are not the same. So we would like to see what he actually wanted to be released, but was unable to complete himself. But I realize that you are very correct that it's going to be like a slippery slope situation into every single movie that comes out oh director's cut we want a different one yeah because that's not yeah. what we wanted and we've had director's cuts for you know decades but they've usually yeah. been the same director just giving a little bit more yeah. it was obviously more about you know giving them a little bit more artistic you know expression slash let's sell it again yeah, yeah. and the <clears throat> you know it seems like the fans were not or the fans that were like um advocating the Snyder cut were not happy with where the film went in the first place and I don't know if that is also to do with like oh we're not happy with it and we want the DCEU to go in a different direction but like releasing it now it, like is that going to change the direction I don't think so mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe it would. Who knows? Well, that's where money talks. It, it depends how well this does because, you know, true. they also said there was no Snyder Cut for the longest time. Now we're hearing, oh, well, there was, but. Yeah. <laughs> this whole, like, I feel like, a, like, I feel like this is like something that happens in my classroom with like a real annoying student that just won't shut up about <laughs> wanting to do something. And you finally let that kid do it. Yeah. And it's terrible. And I just think, 
<laughs> I just think this is where the chase is so much more enticing than the get. Like, there's no way this is going to... I just, in my mind, I don't think there's any way this lives up to what is being built up in the minds of some... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it's know, like Star Wars. Right. Yeah. imagine how it, much better this has to be than the original Justice League in order for, you know, it to be like, oh, we should do this every time. You know, it has to be, like, better than like end game in my mind you know what i mean oh, like has yeah. to be like that good in order for me to be like oh yeah okay fans have a point you know like uh, i just i mean and i i get i get um jessica's point about you know snyder's original vision wasn't allowed to be um sought out or you know wasn't allowed to be seen but again as I said before, with like somebody like Edgar Wright, like unfortunately, when you're working with these major studios and they have a way they're planning out these movies, you don't necessarily get your vision to come out. That's why there's independent movies. Like, so when you when you sign up to be like a part of that, you know, those universes or whatever, you take that risk that like, okay, your idea might be like way too out there for them to say yes to it. And it might have been the better choice. Like, you know, that might have been a much better movie, but unfortunately that's not the way that it goes. So it's like, well, if you want to, you know, if you want to do your version of it, you know, create some other you know, superheroes and release it under a different, you know, an independent slot or whatever, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of lost where I was yeah. going with it. <laughs> well, it's like you said, you know, it is a slippery slope because, um, society has kind of gone to this concept of entitlement where mm -hmm. you know and really it's just a part of pop culture i feel like it's not really just certain franchises it's just i think you probably blame the internet for it but people feel like their opinions matter when it comes to big things like this you know and yeah you know yeah. jessica brought up sonic that was a perfect example of that's something that had an artistic vision yeah and whether it was shitty looking or not that's the the direction they chose to go and they should have been able to do that whether it succeeded or failed that was on them for whatever they chose and somehow i i think it was terrible i saw a lot of comments where people were like uh i, I literally saw somebody on facebook in a group say uh they are obligated to change Sonic. That was their argument. They were just obligated. Yeah, see, I don't I don't agree with that either. You know, it's like, yes, it would make sense to um, design him in the image that he was made for his entire, you know, existence, I guess. But I think you're right in the fact that, like, you know, maybe they should have just done it the, the way that they had it done and bombed, you know, and had nobody go see the movie and then learn their lesson of like, okay, well, maybe we, maybe we should <laughs> remain a little more true to like the original characters. But I mean, like, because like we've seen other, um, you know, pop culture movies that have changed up the designs of, you know, heroes and video game characters and stuff like that. And some of them have really worked and some of them haven't. Um you know, in Sonic's case, like, as far as, like, as a business stand, a business decision goes, I think they definitely made the right one because I don't think anybody would have seen it if they kept their original design. 
Um, Agreed. So in a business sense, it definitely makes sense. So you're now you're kind of like weighing, all right, well, what makes sense in a business decision and what makes sense like artistically? Um, I really would have liked to like meet the artist that designed that first iteration because <laughs> it was just well, like, what were you? What exactly was the? <laughs> it had that tone of like. Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, like, you know, like they were clearly going for a very grounded, like you yeah. could potentially see this was a realistic character in the real world. I yes. get where they were going. It just looked terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, and I, I love the I love the new look. I think the oh, movie yeah. was very fun. In my opinion, it's probably one of the best uh, video game game adaptations they've, you know, had in hollywood mm-hmm. honestly i really enjoyed it oh, okay. uh, yeah. but at the same time it's the whole idea of like but the artist concepts was taken away and it sucks because yeah. i don't like to support that uh what were you yeah. gonna say paul no i was gonna say i definitely like that one to me is a double-edged sword just because you know i mean and the only thing changed was just like the look they didn't go back in and like rewrite the entire story and all that I don't know like that one's so double-edged to me just because maybe I was that Mountain Dew nerd always playing Sonic every day after school and shit where I'm like yeah that's my Sonic me too (laughs) hashtag not my Sonic yeah yeah like but like I totally get the point but then I'm thinking like when I'm doing shit especially like my you know like sometimes when I'm doing something someone might say like oh like it's definitely better this way and you're like oh yeah I'm going to change that. So I don't know. Like the Sonic thing is, is like totally double edged to me. I totally get your point that I don't think like, it just sucks that people are so much more accessible now for people to be like, no, no, change it. And like, they like, I think, I think now people do feel obligated that they have to, that they have to conform to what the masses are saying. Yeah. Well, it comes down to money, of course, you know, if if it looks like you're not going to succeed because the tone is people are going to hate it. You feel obligated to actually change it, whether you want to or not, because you, in the end, you have to make the money back. If not. Yeah. So, and I feel like Zack Snyder orchestrated the masses in this one. Mm. I'm sure he he wanted to jump back in when it was at a point where he was comfortable moving past his, you know, family tragedy without his Twitter feed. Does this happen? Uh, Probably not. Um, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. He definitely I, stirred the pot. That yeah, whether he started it to begin with, he definitely kept it going. Yeah, without without social media, no way does this get made. No way. And like my other question is, without Corona, does this get made? Because I mean, how much more stuff can HBO really have coming out that's in twenty twenty one? That's a good point. Plus, like yeah. everybody's just kind of sitting around. <laughs> Like all they have to do all day is like tweet like Snyder Cut. Um Yeah. They're yeah, like you said, looking for things to release too. And it sounds like all they have to do is just like go on a computer and kind of put more special effects in. You know, they're not reshooting anything or like having actors come in, so it's like you know Well that's that's a question I have though. Uh what percent of this, I mean, we probably don't have the answer, but like, what, what do you guys think uh, of 
the concept, like the the visual concept of the CGI, the character designs, not necessarily the main characters, but like let's say uh, the villain Steppenwolf. Was that the original vision of what he looked like, or was that something that was shifted uh, with the direction they changed? Mm-hmm. Like, was that Snyder's original vision of how he looked? Uh, I feel like we need to go back into his Twitter because he posted so much concept art over the past three years. Uh, well, I mean, he even talked as though uh, Dark Side was a, a big part. Not so big, but uh, at least a part of this film. And yeah, well, they, they cast that character is for it. <laughs> absent from this film. Yes. And so they casted, which I guess was rumored and was never really verified as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is it? Ray Porter? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, so he was, apparently he just, uh, tweeted confirmation that he was indeed involved in the Zack Snyder cut. And that, um, I assume that means he's on board for what's going to be made. Uh, his, his quote for the Twitter feed was, well, it starts with that said, but I couldn't find the part before that. So whatever he said, he says that said, and because I've been given permission, hi, I'm Ray. I played Darkseid in Zack Snyder's Justice League. There. It's out now. Mm-hmm. So I assume that means he's going to play at least a some form of a role in the actual film and not just be referenced. Like he yeah. was barely yeah. referenced. Literally just one, one word. And, that's and the if only you reference. didn't know the character, you wouldn't even have known that was a reference. You would just yeah. thought they were just like, oh, it's... The dark Something side. about of, the dark side. Oh, this guy's yeah. evil. Ha ha. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's literally what I did when we saw this in theaters. Because I was like, yeah, whatever. And then when I saw this guy, <laughs> I saw this news, I was like, wait, what? So I was watching for it last night. And I was like, okay, I guess there was a reference to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is fun because I think um, I looked at this guy's portfolio and he's uh, a lot of his stuff is voice work. So even though he says he's dark side, I'm wondering if he could just be the voice and it'll be like a total CGI character, or maybe you won't even see him. Maybe it'll just be his voice. Oh, but it'll regardless. definitely be a Thanos style. Yeah. Uh, de- you know, done design. Um, what is it? Uh, Neil, uh, I had posted, or I guess you posted something in our Facebook group about uh, this news yes, about him. I posted the news. Yeah. And Neil commented saying something about, uh, in his contract, even he has that he, uh, they can't have him cut his hair. Like he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's awesome. laughs> and, and so uh-huh. you know we were joking like, oh, Paramount must have uh, been helping him out with that contract deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, they did with uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, going back to your Stephen Wolf uh, thing, there definitely has been some Snyder posted a couple years back a very much different looking concept art picture of Stephen Wolf where he looks definitely nothing. He looks less human than, uh, the final. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And there's even, I think there was concept art or, or rough footage. I think that Jason Momoa was saying of him stabbing dark side with a trident or something like that. Yeah. Which Mm. sounds amazing. I'd love to see that. Yeah, definitely. But then again, like, how, like, I mean, how easy could it be for Zack Snyder to call up a friend, like, hey, dude, can you draw this real quick for me? And I can say, like, I had this the whole time. 
Yeah, and that's actually another <laughs> question I have is <laughs> given that we've had three years, or I guess he's had three years to stew over this concept of what he envisioned, is that going to change what it was? Is he going to have a different concept actually made now than he envisioned three years ago? Oh, totally. I mean, because if there are going to be some form of reshoots, um, I guess not with main characters, but I guess you could do like filler stuff that would help direct the story, I guess. I don't, I mean, it would be kind of hard to do that, I think. But um, as far as CGI stuff, like he could completely change entire scenes as far as the battles go or what happens between characters. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, and the good news is, you know, technology has gotten better and they probably make them look better, I hope, because some of these CGI characters were really bad looking. Yeah. Yeah. And not just because they were hiding a mustache. Like they were like, they're, they were just, some of them were really terrible. Like you could yeah. just spot that they were clear CGI yeah, forced I guess, into a scene. I guess the, uh, the question is, you know, are like how locked in to 2021 are they, you know, cause if you, nobody knows like when, you know, studios can get back to, you know, actually working in person. So if they're trying to release this for 2021, like how much work can they actually do to get it ready? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, to do like full CGI, like redesign and stuff like that would take a lot. I feel like that should take longer than just a like less than a year or a year however you know um, whenever decide to release it like, yeah that's that's the question i guess is when I, is it assumed that they're starting as of now right or, or could they have been secretly working on this and it was scheduled to be announced right because you the date? yeah because like depending on however much they have of the however much footage they have in the snyder cut how much they're changing and how much they're adding in, you know, if he wasn't given the go ahead, I guess, you know, then it's like, you know, you just don't know. You're like, okay, well, how much did he have? Like, did he have, did they have CGI models? Did they not have, you know what I mean? Like, it's just stuff that we don't know. Yeah. But we won't really see how much the design changes um, between now and then, like, it's, it's interesting to think about, you know, like, oh, okay, so did he have, like full models or you know like i don't know because you have to be working on that stuff for a long time oh yeah i'm sure they had a a clear creative concept of what you know they have uh sketchboards or whatever storyboards all that stuff of right so it's where it was gonna go yeah exactly so if if they if the concept are like and i looked at it and it does look a lot different from what was like in the movie which basically looks like a helmet, <laughs> like yeah. just like a helmet you find in like a medieval RPG. But um, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it's it, and a lot of times when you look at the concept art from you know the beginning of a project to what you actually get, like a lot of times it is like super different. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he hadn't de- like helped decide, you know. And who knows who makes those de- decisions anyway? But like it, you know doesn't necessarily mean that 
he didn't decide he didn't make that terrible decision of having like the helmet piece you know what i mean like yeah and that's true yeah he could just be saying like oh no that wasn't me because it was a bad decision (laughs) you know what i mean after the fact it's like okay like who knows um no none of us know but um yeah and that's one of those he can change that you know yeah and i don't think zack snyder would ever blame anybody else for something he had something to do with being bad at all yeah he he typically seems to stand behind his work so i i imagine he would take credit for anything oh i was being totally sarcastic because he threw the whole (laughs) justice league under the bus (laughs) because he (laughs) didn't say anything because i couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic totally sarcastic i'm sorry i didn't realize that so he threw justice league under the bus he has been for like three years, like talking about how his thing is like he's been po- like if he didn't think it wasn't a great movie, why would he be posting? Why would he be orchestrating this whole thing of throwing out concept? That's art? a good point. I never really thought of it that way. I always just thought of it as he was just trying to share what he had originally envisioned since it wasn't what he was going to do. But that's a good point. He could just be like, see, I, this is not what I was going to do. Yeah, it, the whole thing seems like a bad breakup. Like, yeah. they let go, you know, like, he walked away, the movie comes out, and then he pretty much says, like, it has an STD. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... <laughs> like, it's just... He's... I don't know. I just... I, I I would love for him, since he's done all the talking, if he just, like, released his script, like, his actual script, so we could be like, okay, like we know what to expect and to see how much actually gets changed. Like if all of a sudden he's like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Like this is happening. I have to do this now. Like how much actually gets changed or does he stick to his original Snyder cut? Yeah. Yeah, That's an interesting, that's an interesting point. You know, if he was so, so, um, I guess like, um, positive that his version was better. Like, you know, why hasn't he released a script if there is one, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe it's a contractual thing where he can't release it because yeah, but he could it's put property of WB it. technically. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but he's been able to release all these pictures and all this concept art, though. Yeah, that's true. He's also given that stuff. So I don't know. I guess in my head it was just a, I guess, an NDA of some sort, even though it's already out. I don't know. But yeah. Accidentally leak it. Of course. <laughs> Give it to somebody like, else. <laughs> Please, <laughs> my mistake. It got released. Yeah, because you'd think like like if he was so like he's been so like oh well you know we need to get this released or whatever that he would like find a way to accidentally release the script you know like to get people more like hyped about it like hey like this is the script like this is what I mean there is none right. <laughs> I'm not just yeah. like, oh, they released it like, you know, a year ago. <laughs> well, she did release it and just no one took it seriously. And so it's just kind of like hidden somewhere in the internet. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. Someone just assumed it was a fake fan one. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, okay. Well, I see. Yeah. It, it, and this also brings up a good question too about is he gonna condense this all into the the one hbo max cut or is it going to be spawn into another film because it was intended to be a two-part as far as we're aware for the snyder concept that 
you know, that's like, and can he use that if, if, if this, if this comes out or when it comes out on HBO max and if the universal opinion is that it sucks is all of a sudden he's, is he going to come out and be like, well, it sucks because you don't mm. get the conclusion. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be fine print of like, well, I didn't get to do exactly what I wanted. This is release the this, do. release <laughs> the Snyder cut sequel. Like, come on. Yeah. Release the other cut. Yeah, release the <laughs> release the sequel cut. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's the problem is there's just so many questions now. And of course, depending how it does, you know, they'll either probably just leave it at that or they will consider doing more. You know, it brings up the other question. Let's say it does succeed. Does this kind of respark the DCEU? Or is this just going to be a one-off cap to what it was going to be? And they will still continue to soft reboot or whatever their plan is. I feel like Warner Brothers has all the faith that this is going to suck and they're going to humiliate Zack Snyder. Because, I mean, that's a great point. Like, what if this is awesome? And all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we have to go back and really kind of forget everything we've done since justice league and rebuild from the Snyder cut. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Cause I think they could mix where they went with Aquaman and, um, Shazam. Okay. I think they could find a common ground of the lighthearted fun of those films and what Snyder did with the justice league cut i think is there they're a not halfway gonna point lose with that those properties and the successes those have brought them right i mean mm-hmm. but at the same time joker was a huge success and that was a very dark tone so yeah but that was also marketed as having nothing to do with the dc extended universe too yeah, but money talks, and it I does. Think there's already talk, been, yeah. been rumors that there's at the very least potential for a sequel to that film now. And well, yeah, a sequel, but is it going to take place in the in the current DCU timeline? Well, like, that's they... where that's where I'm going with this. Is okay. If you, if you then you know, say okay, well, okay, we'll go ahead and do a sequel, even though it was a one-off. Now, are you saying? you have the option of saying, okay, well now we're going to put it in the DCU because two films have done really well. And obviously the suicide squad Joker was a failure. Are they, you know, going to go to their old ways and and force things in that were not intended. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that what they did with um, man of steel? They were like, Oh no, this has nothing to do with anything. And then they were like, Nope, never mind. (laughs) This is a universe thing. You know, Yeah, I think it was intended just to be a a one-off film. I don't think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what, like, I remember them saying, like, no, this is, like, doesn't have anything to do with any, like, it's just, you know, its own thing. And then later they were like, oh, wait, no, 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 we're going to actually tie into yeah <laughs> larger. And that's, like, where all of those, like, problems of, like, speeding up the process happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think they definitely talked about the fact that there was like a Wayne Enterprise satellite in space. And if they knew they would have been building upon Man of Steel, they never would have put that there or something. So it was intended to be like a a subtle universe builder? No, I don't think it was. It wasn't. Okay. 
Yeah, like I think I think Snyder has flat out said he wouldn't have put some of the Bruce Wayne Batman Easter eggs in Man of Steel if he knew that they were gonna kind of build off of it. Gotcha. Well, yeah. at the same time, he's trying to get this made now, so <laughs> I guess he doesn't regret it too much, right? Yes. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I just I just feel like as far as building the I and I haven't seen the Joker, so I don't I don't know if that was actually, you know, any good or not. But like as far as anything that's encompassing the DCEU, like I feel like they Warner Brothers has just been making bad decisions every single turn you know like they've just i think shazam was probably like the only one that i feel like they did like a decent job at and that doesn't even feel like it's a part of the rest of the universe you know what i mean (laughs) so it like that even like maybe there were easter eggs that i missed but or like i never looked them up either but it just it's it's like that one just seems like it's so off you know, off the course, which could also be the case for the Joker, because I've heard it's pretty good. Um, But yeah, it's just, I I, I don't know. I don't know that, like, I don't know what the Snyder Cut could do for the future of the DCEU that would make it like, oh my God, like, we all like this now, you know, because you still have everything else before it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like that, that it's, you know, it's not like one of those missteps of like, okay, you know, Marvel has like some obviously in their, you know, expanse of their universe movies. Like there are obviously some that are not as good as other ones, but it's not like, you know, the first like six movies are like so terrible. And then they tried to like turn it around. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I just, I, I don't know that they can, I mean, at least for me anyway, like not not being like a super um, DC fan, just looking at them at the like as movies, like I don't know that they can do much to kind of get themselves out of the hole that they dug, you know, (laughs) I guess I guess it's a matter of who they're trying to impress. Are they trying to impress the hardcore fans who are really like passionate or are they trying to just get the overall you know, society to, to, to enjoy the film to the point that it's considered a success. And I, I feel like they don't know, like, I feel like they don't even know like who they're trying to impress. Right. Because the, you know, the first couple of movies are, were not that great. And, um, and then they go and then like, they're like, okay, we're going to go do it this way. And then that didn't work. So then they're like, okay, we're going to do it this way. And then that didn't work. And then the the hardcore fans were like, oh, we want the Snyder Cut. And so that finally they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll do that. You know, so it like it doesn't even seem like they know like who their audience, like who who they want their audience to be, not yeah. who their audience is. But like they don't know if they're like, okay, well, maybe we need to please these fans. They're, I, it just seems like they keep changing and they're not making any dis- – like I feel like if they were almost to go with like a – decision well maybe maybe not because they're just doing a really bad job but like (laughs) maybe if they were just like okay we're gonna do it this way we're gonna stick to it and we're gonna make these movies and just like stick to that one like way of doing it maybe they would have more success than kind of just like flip-flopping around being like ah like they just seem wishy-washy to me yeah yeah definitely making decisions on the go yeah Um, yeah and i 
like and my like my main question after all that said too is how much i mean at the end of the day this is going to be possibly four hours long and what the original like the first justice league the estimated budget was 300 million dollars so we're getting an extra two hours added on to justice league which was two hours at a fraction of the budget like i think a lot of a lot of, if not most of that original Justice League movie is still going to be in this cut. And how much more can be added on to that to even make it better at $30 million with no reshoots? Like, it just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I would, I'm would. i assuming most of that's going to CGI and staffing. Uh, yes. And, and especially yeah. if it's going to be, like, an extra two hours longer than, like, not a lot of that original movie is being cut from this. Yeah, it can't, it can't be. And then and then if yeah, and then if that's if that's the case, then then if they're trying to kind of either um, resurrect the DCEU with that, which is crazy. It's like, how are you going to do that? First of all, if if more if most of the movies in there and then what's the future of that? Any like what could they do next? Like yeah. as yeah. like a team movie you know what i mean like what what could they do <laughs> yeah well i mean again they'd have to bring um ben affleck back right if they'd have to find a way to bring him back or recast him and just yeah. be like plus they have the batman is that you know we don't know where that's that placed within this universe if at all yeah i mean that's a year two batman is what it sounds like is he's in his early days as batman and this yeah. justice league we got a weathered dude that's been doing this for 20 years at the end of the day i just think this is warner brothers trying to humiliate Zack snyder i think they just like uh fast forward into the future and bring in um what's his face from batman beyond oh awesome terry (laughs) there you go well there's been uh there's been long rumors that uh rock city's putting together uh Batman Beyond game based in the Arkham, you know, franchise. Yeah, they have they have kept all they have kept all that tight to the chest. Yeah, yeah it was like, it was like so every awesome. every uh, every year when they have the you know E three time, they're always like, oh, they're gonna announce it, they're gonna announce it. Nope, nothing happens. <laughs> oh my god! But they Batman always say we have a game, we just don't want you to know what it is. If if it's Batman Beyond versus the Court of Owls, I'm just I'm buying like three copies right there. Yeah, that's the rumor uh, based that's off awesome. some tweets from the uh, studio. I believe it was that they were going that direction, but we'll see with that. They got to do something. Uh. <laughs> oh my God! If they got Kevin Conroy and Will Friedle, oh. oh Jesus Christ! Well, he's not doing anything else. He could certainly do the voice. Yeah, <laughs> Will Friedle's not been any in anything. He's uh he's Ezra Miller's coworker at Subway right now. <laughs> yeah. well, Ezra Miller we working they- two jobs to get Starbucks and Subway. <laughs> oh shit! It was it was Starbucks. Oh man, I pulled. I mean, Zach maybe Snyder. it is two. You we don't know. I just pulled his ass there. I forgot. I can't imagine <laughs> that either one of them pays a living wage. <laughs> but combined. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> combined, they got a studio apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. First combined, we have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't even give him money. They just pay him in food and caffeine. 
and limp subway sandwiches. <laughs> I would get paid in that sweet onion teriyaki sauce. Okay. Oh, that that is my go-to. A hundred percent. You can pay me with that. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I live in a place with real hoagies. Like we can't. You can't fuck around with subway. <laughs> I I've tried to find like a, a mock recipe to make that sauce at home because I don't want to go to subway. Good call. <laughs> that's a really good. Can't call. quite figure it out, but. And I think every Walmart puts that like in their ventilation. As soon as you walk into a Walmart now, that's all you smell. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Oh my god! I put the their barbecue sauce mixed with that sweet onion teriyaki sauce. I think it's amazing. Oh my god! The, whenever I order it, though, the the person thinks I'm like a sick fuck, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> I enjoy it. I love that so far this is the most interesting part of the conversation to me than Zack Snyder bringing out a bringing out a recut of the movie. This is the most compelling yeah. part of the whole This podcast. is what I'm into. Bring out the coming out. But look at the positives. Let's, let's look at the positives about this film though. Okay, like okay. whether you Here we go. enjoy or hate what this could be. Oh. It is bringing in jobs for people. And during a time where there's a pandemic and there's a lot of like up in the air on people getting paychecks, this is a good sign for at least some families to stay afloat. Right? Oh, I feel bad for everyone talking shit about this movie. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere little Timmy's gonna get shoes because of this movie. So hey, I'm an ass. Support little Timmy, you know. Support little Timmy, absolutely. Get at least one month of HBO Max. Oh my goodness. Twenty twenty one. I mean, that's that's the takeaway I get from this. Like, whether you love it or hate it, like it is gonna help somebody in the world, right? Sure. I mean, cannot argue that. Yeah. Whether whether it's like you know agreed factor for WB or Snyder to make more money. It is going to be beneficial to some extent. So at least there's that. And I guess it's going to bring closure to the debate for, you know, someone on either side of the fence after this comes out, they can be like, yep, that's what I wanted. And someone like me could probably be like, ah, that's what I thought, you know, like, so people are going to get closure somehow. There's always going to be those people that need to have that, fan war i mean look at playstation and xbox people can't just enjoy both they have to justify why their purchase was you know the right one. Oh or, yeah you can't. why what they like is is better yeah you can't you can't stop those arguments um and i will i will say that um <laughs> that i will be very satisfied and happy and maybe that makes me a terrible person but if <laughs> If his cut is equally or worse than the original. Hell yeah, Jesse. I'm right there with you. Hell yeah. I'll toast to that. I'm definitely rooting. Clink. I'm definitely rooting against against him. Oh my God. Uh, which makes okay. me a troll, I suppose. But that's... <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I honestly, I have no opinion on whether I want it to be better or worse. Like, I know. I, I mean, clearly... Paul, you seem to hate the Justice League film, right? So it's terrible. <laughs> Even I agree. Paul. In fact, you know, like I said, we watched it last night, and like every other scene, I'm having like my own commentary, like what the fuck. So you're <laughs> telling me, you know, I probably annoyed the hell out of Jessica, but 
in the end, I, I, I enjoyed how ridiculous it was, even though it was a terrible film. It was terrible <sighs> in the universe. I did enjoy things. You know, I thought Flash had some funny jokes and all that, whether that was Joss Whedon or not. I don't know. But it's one of those films I enjoyed, but obviously I'm not taken seriously. So, yeah, I guess I, I would like to see the Snyder Cut be what it was intended to be. Whether that's good or bad, I don't care. I just want to see what it was meant to be. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, Sorry. You know, it, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like um, uh, the last like Fantastic Four movie, right? Like you. <laughs> well, I guess not for me, but I guess for DCU fans, then maybe uh, where like you watch like that movie, you watch that Fantastic Four movie and, and it like finds so much joy in how terrible it was. But at the same time, you still do want to see like Marvel <laughs> do that team justice and like and I guess like the reason why I don't feel that way with with this one is because I didn't like any of the previous films like I didn't like any of them like I didn't like I didn't even like Wonder Woman that much so in order to be you know in order for it to be I think like the only part I really liked was when Wonder Woman came in uh batman v superman like wonder woman the movie itself was like yeah it was fine like it was okay mm-hmm. but um because i didn't like all the rest of them it's like i just keep it keep it keep that like bad train rolling you know <laughs> like, just just give me more stuff that i can make fun of i guess <laughs> like, yeah just to kind of add to the uh the topic of debate not necessarily yeah. I mean, like, it give it t- a answer yeah, because if Resolution. it turns out to be good, right, then it's like, well, why don't you make anything else good? Yeah. Like, well, then yeah. what's your problem? And then are you going to, like, are you going to continue this wave of, like, good movies or are you just going to, like, shit on the fans some more? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, and the whole DCU has been very divisive. You know, pretty much every film until Wonder Woman, which I guess even then it's it's slightly d- divisive has been you either really like it or you really hate it. I don't feel like there's a lot of middle ground on these films. Yeah, that's no. a good point. That is a good point. I don't really know many people who are like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I think Aquaman is probably the one that you might find people in the middle. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Aquaman. Okay. But that said, I don't know a whole lot about the character in the comics. I only know him from like the animated movies and mm-hmm. you know what we see on social media, you know. So I I don't have a lot of knowledge on the character. So whether it was a good interpretation of the character, I have no idea. But as a movie, I thought it was solid and fun for going forward. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 I I I personally didn't love Shazam, but I know Shazam was like really popular, so I loved it just for the Pitbull Africa remake. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would love if Justice League was one of those. It's so bad. It's amazing movies. But this just took itself way too serious. Yeah. And I have been reading that people are saying that the newest um, totally made me think of this, Steve, when you brought up uh, the animated side is that people are saying this a crop like this apocalypse war is supposed to be kind of what the Snyder cut was supposed to be like with the whole 
trilogy was supposed to be. And since a lot of it only takes place with Justice League Dark, I find that super hard to believe as none of those characters are even in any of the Snyder movies. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So I just think it's a lot of hyperbole being, I think Zack Snyder has played this perfectly up until the point where they're like, okay, do it. Let's see it. And he's like, well, oh, I shit. Mean, I didn't um, say that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Funny if, he, if he's like sitting in his like office being like, mm, great. What, how am I, how am I going to pull this off by 2021? <laughs> like, what am I doing? He just responds with the old cat meme. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> He clicks on to BuzzFeed. He clicks on to BuzzFeed one day. Son of a bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta do what? It's okay. I, I think was trolling actually... the whole time. Damn it. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Uh, kind of going over back to Joss Whedon. Um, what do you guys feel like as far as whether this is good or bad? Uh, just existing. Is this kind of an insult to what he did? Like, is it? belittling to his work does it affect him do you think it's uh, he was brought in last minute like I don't think he had that much tied into this like he was literally brought in kind of last minute to just kind of give his Marvel charm to it so I really don't think he gives a shit and seeing as how he was dropped from the Batgirl movie he probably is like whatever yeah yeah, yeah that, that's another thing he was supposed to be in charge of that film and that's I guess not happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it would be interesting, like, to actually see what his thoughts were because didn't he have like stuff that was cut out of Age of Ultron that would have like changed the tone of that movie too? I thought. I, I, oh I, would, I would imagine. Let's like, start that movement, Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After everything, oh my God, can you imagine the, the lost <laughs> hiding of the zucchini scene? <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I feel like there was like back when that movie came came out that there was like a whole there was like a thing about that as well. I mean, not obviously not to the degree of like the Snyder Cut, but just you know there were things that were you know, obviously, which happens in every movie because that's how movies get made. Like, a lot of times, actors don't know how they're how they're going to be portrayed in a movie until it comes out because they shoot all these scenes and they're not in any sort of order. And then what they thought the movie was going to be, I mean, that's how you get actors in, like, really shitty movies, like, if they don't know how shitty it's yeah. going to be. But um, it would be interesting to to know, like, to find out like his take on it like does he feel like oh well i'm glad that you're getting your vision you know sought out like um because i know as a director like you know being a part of all these big like studio movies that like my shit has been cut you know too so like i get it like i understand or is he like dude like come on <laughs> like, yeah you're well, being, on, like, on a pr aspect you know what you doing um, so it would be definitely interesting to to see what he like what his opinion would be. Um, but as far I agree with Paul, though, like as far as like, is this an insult to him? I don't think so. Like him being brought on to be like the replacement, you know, he got he whatever he did in Justice League, like whatever he wrote, whatever he directed, whatever he reworked like that was shown, you know, as far as we know, like he got that movie out like that movie is out, whatever. Yeah. Um, and as far as this one, 
is concerned like i i don't i don't i can't imagine he'd be like sour about it you know well out in the open open i imagine he's obviously going to do the pr of oh yeah like oh this is great i'm glad zach snyder's vision is going to be out there but like right internally there's got to be some kind of form of disappointment that like it's taken away from what he put out there as though it's not good enough i don't know maybe um or maybe he knows like he knows what's in the Snyder Cut, and he's like, ha, 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 I like, yes, gonna yes. Us. <laughs> he's just, like, yeah. rubbing his hands together, like, Mr. Yeah. like, excellent, like, he's like, even I cut that. <laughs> it's the family guy bug, good, good. Or he's just waiting, he's like, dude, he's like, in 2021, so many people are gonna be like, dude, you got it right the first time. That's <laughs> we are so sorry for ever making fun of your movie after seeing and then, this. And then they demand the uh, Age of Ultron cut. Oh my god, the cut where Tony dies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll try and kill Tony in this. We gotta, gotta go back and just get rid of all the Avengers movies that happen after that. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, they just do another time travel. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, they could actually fix it in that way if they really wanted to. <laughs> oh, and don't one get thing, any ideas, though. Like, <laughs> the only thing I want in this Snyder Cut is going back to Batman v Superman, where Flash is talking to Batman from the future. Like, because yeah. we never went back to that ever. I assume that would have been part two. I imagine that would have been heavily a part of part two. Uh, plot point is them in that battle situation. Oh he's he's mm-hmm. so going to use that to release the <laughs> release the sequel cut with Flash from Future. Hashtag. That's a bit long. And they could have. Well, you know, you hashtag it enough, it works. Yeah, good enough. People. And you know, Flash could easily be used to justify changing any aspect of a reboot they would need you know my god yeah you've got it right there with the paradox but exactly which i assume is what they would have planned to do but again they don't know what the hell they're doing with that film so (laughs) no they gotta ask their 50th director what they think about that (laughs) shift manager from subways next on docket yeah (laughs) it's like nine nine out of ten dentists approve of this flash script decision (laughs) (laughs) yes the trident guys (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh that's hilarious uh as far as like characters that we know were cut out of the current film do you think we will be seeing them play a role in the the snyder cut and if so do you think that will spark their interest to come back i know we've had uh What's her name? Who was in the Flash role for Iris? Uh, Kiersey Clemens. Uh, she stepped away from that project. Uh, she was actually going to be in this film and was cut from the final version. Do you think that would spark her interest to come back if it felt like it was in the direction of getting the Flash movie going? Maybe. <laughs> Does it matter? It doesn't really matter. Um. I mean, that's just an example. I mean, there's other characters, too, that I think were cut. I mean, I, I, oh, go ahead, Paul. No, I was just going to say, I think the only one that would matter would be Green Arrow. I mean, Green Lantern. <laughs> or both. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I think that's... Yeah, they, they were referenced, so... 
totally say so. were they cut from the movie i that's a good question i have no idea if they were actually intended to be in it i imagine at least by part two they would have some capacity of yeah because uh, i green lantern core in there yeah because i know they weren't in it but like were they supposed to be or oh who knows i mean i like as far as the as the flash actress goes though like i i can't imagine that because of all of the you know craziness with the flash solo movie that this would give any like indication that that would actually get made i mean you know that uh, i just can't um i just can't imagine that you know and but i mean you know if they throw her enough money like sure <laughs> like yeah. who's not gonna i guess it's a question if they really yeah. wanted her or if it was just anybody can fill that role i yeah i don't know anything about that actress um off the top of my head um so i don't know i mean it would really for her it would i guess depend on like what role she has in the docket if any and then for them i guess it would just depend on how easy it is to you know if she's if she's just willing, then of course they would probably just go with her. But, you know, if she tries to play hardball, they might just be like, ah, we can get somebody else. Like, who cares? You know? Because yeah. if they don't know the future of the Flash film, then, re you know, recasting her, then it doesn't matter. You know, if they're like, ah. Because, like, it, you know, with what they've done with, um, you know, the Batman and recasting, you know, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, you know, and he's a huge name. So if they're willing to do that, you know then like why would they not recast like a more minor role and a, a more minor actress you know what i mean like yeah that's a good point they're like ah, we'll get somebody else that's fine <laughs> and i don't know like the details as to why she actually left i i yeah. assumed it was just because the project wasn't going anywhere and she was just over it and yeah. wanted to be able to do something so she couldn't yeah, wait around sense. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I would, I would probably feel the same way as an actress, you know, if you're like, okay, um, you gotta give me a timeline on this because I need a job, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I need to make some money. So I, I totally could see, you know, where they're going, where she was, why she would make that type of decision. Do you have anything to add to this, Jessica? Um, no, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, okay. I feel like, uh, I guess the only thing I have to add is what we saw of the Flash in Justice League as it exists um, leads me to wonder where the fuck Iris would even come into it. Like, it doesn't, I feel like well, it doesn't yeah, match. But, I mean, it would have to be Snyder a completely different take. a whole portion yeah. of, of that character being a subplot within the film yeah. to build Yeah, that's point. what I'm saying. It would just have to be a completely different take on that character, I think. Yeah. I just want to see more of the family that was trapped in the house. <laughs> I, yeah, they really, they really focused on them as though it mattered. <laughs> and it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and how did they not get whiplash from that? Uh, oh my god! Yeah. How do the kids not fly out of the bed of the truck? <laughs> and does the Snyder Cut have more of the race between Superman and Flash at the end? Like, do we get to see that whole thing? <laughs> the ending. God. Oh, oh, that could have been a, a Whedon added reshoot. I think that was stated that that was, now that I think about it. I mean, it feels like feels like that would be something he would do. Yeah. Like a nod to that whole yeah, that's true. thing. Uh, what about 
the Snyder Cut just includes Superman calling Flash a bitch right before the race. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, you were adopted, and he runs off. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of startles him before the race. Uh, I know it's not technically the Snyder Cut. Do you guys want to see any aspect of Mustache Superman? In yes. this, it'd be a yes. joke or like a just like an Easter egg after credit scene just to see what he would have looked like. That would be amazing. Um, I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen, but yeah, I would yeah, love to see I, that. I thought it would too, <laughs> but I think it would be fun to acknowledge that was a thing. See, that would make that would make um Snyder more likable in my opinion is if he was just like yeah let's you know this was a thing let me make fun of it like i'm gonna make fun of you know whatever like that would make him seem more likable to me in fact i want that to be what he looks like when he comes back to life and want- evil and then when he shaves it <laughs> off he comes back to being <laughs> good superman really- yeah <laughs> i really like it mustache. <laughs> i just want to <laughs> I just want to see Clark Kent walk around the Daily Planet with the mustache and being like, hey, yeah. I'm back. And they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, Super- got the on, so Superman okay. was gone for a while, too, and he has a mustache. Oh, wait, no, no. You wait, got glasses. He, wearing- he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That, was a, that was another part that made me laugh in the uh, film was right after Superman's back, now all of a sudden Clark Kent's not dead either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no good. one's suspicious. Back at work. It's so good. Um, should, should we then create the hashtag release the mustache cut? Yes. yes. Okay. Give us, hashtag give us the mustache ride. All right. <laughs> give me the stash ride. Stash rides 2021. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's such a with Knott's Berry Farm, where the fuck they have the uh, the DC rides? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but then but then it can't be on HBO Max. It has to be on Cinemax after like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, that's true. After 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Sophomore <laughs> reboot. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's the cut I want. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I'm retweet that so hard. What about uh, Martian Manhunter? Uh, I don't know if it was confirmed, but I think there was at least rumors that he was going to at least be a cameo in this version. What do you want to see with that character? Or do you want to see anything with that character? I think you hit it perfectly with the Martha Manhunter. Yeah. Him and Batman become friends while while Superman's dead, and then Superman comes back and he's got beef because that's why he's mad. One because he has a mustache, and two because he doesn't trust Martian Manhunter. Oh well, and then he realizes his mother's name is Martha Manhunter, <laughs> and they become <laughs> they all become super friends. Oh, or God. or he has to go around the world and find every mother named Martha and bring them together. Yeah, they have to unite, hold hands, and oh stop dark side. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Right. <laughs> they they use the Marthality Stone to defeat Darkseid. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. The Martha box no longer a mother box. It's the Martha yeah. box. The Turns Martha out Martha, box. Yeah. 
the mother box's name was Martha, and then Dark Side's <laughs> like, okay, I give up. We're friends. <laughs> and it just ends right there. They're all drinking a Coke. I didn't oh know God. her name was Martha. This changes everything. Your, your planet is spared. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> How do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's my a- mom. No, that's my mom. <laughs> they all bond watching the Brady Bunch. Oh my God! Here's a story. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Mom named Martha. No, they all they all bond watching Martha Stewart. So they just make. <laughs> <laughs> She's the villain of part two. She escapes prison. Oh my God! And she partners up with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Lex Luthor, who she also oh. met in prison. Oh. In fact, she shaved his hair to help with his uh, cell decor. Is uh, is Deathstroke going to be more in this uh, Snyder cut, or that was was that in was the this one? That, was that the end credit for this movie? Yeah, when he was on like that Miami okay. place. Yeah, that's a good question. Was that an added thing, or was is that an expansion that we didn't did, or was that intended with the original? That's a good question. I think that was intended because wasn't wasn't uh joe yeah i'm not even trying to say his last name he was supposed yeah he was supposed to have a gigantic role in the ben affleck uh sequel yeah Yeah. okay so i think they definitely had major plans for him so i don't think that was a whedon thing i think that was definitely a snyder thing okay i mean i'd like to see him i I think he's a good actor and that was the best part of the movie <laughs> it was like thirty oh, seconds. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like Jesse Eisenberg, ah, we can make a team. <laughs> like, no, okay, cool. I like this. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and does he have a role? Is was he? I totally about uh, Jesse to be in any portion of the original cut. Was he? Was he at all a cast member that we know of? He, I don't know. He better. And we need to find out. Like, I never knew that Gotham City and Metropolis were just across, like, the river from each other. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that, too. I heard about or, that. Or Star City, apparently. <laughs> Bloodhaven's just a little suburb. Oh, my God. <laughs> completely, I completely forgot about all of those those things about <laughs> those movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just across the harbor, but yet you just realize that there's a guy named Batman, and he's been... Oh shit! He's been, he's been right across from you, buddy. You suck. This whole time. Oh. What about Cyborg? Do you guys want to see more of a role from him in the uh, the new version, or did that character not really do much for you to begin with? I would just like to see him as like a desk light. He's like a, <laughs> a lamp. <laughs> a lamp. <laughs> I I didn't care much for him, but I don't know if that has anything to do with um with like the justice league movie because i also i love the show doom patrol and cyborg is my least like i just don't have any attachment or uh like attraction to the character of cyborg Mm. yeah i don't i don't know anything i don't know anything about that character and i don't remember much from the scenes i saw in the movie but Obviously, it didn't impress me since I don't really remember. Um, so I don't, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you can just be a paperweight. It's fine. <laughs> That's a better choice. Paperweight, yeah. 
Fuck the desk lamp. <laughs> desk lamp. I'll oh, take either you... one. He can function as both. I think that's too much uh, range. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're asking too much. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't, I can't handle it. Just, Oh my god! Yeah, I definitely feel like he was a character that was just kind of tacked into the the finished product. It felt like they either cut a lot of his story arc, or it just was never there, and they just threw him in to say, "Hey, we have another character." Yeah, I mean, anytime you're doing like a team like superhero movie, like almost always one of them is gonna get the shaft on like how much you know story they get and how much um development so it seems like that was the character that really got you know sidelined yeah and who knows maybe part two was gonna be more of an expanded concept of his character right yeah that's true Uh, but um i guess to kind of finish up uh is there any character subplots that you guys would like to see or just anything that you would like to see happen in the the new cut. I have one. What's I that? would really think it would be interesting. I guess it would depend on how many if they decide to do like a 4-hour situation or not, but I think it would be fun to see during specifically during the time if this still happens in the Snyder cut. If um when Flash is racing Superman, if that's when he accidentally creates this Flashpoint. Mm. Oh, uh, like he's trying to beat him, so he goes yeah, yeah, <laughs> even faster and yeah, and then so then oh, he ends God. up traveling through time. I think it would be fucking hilarious. And they yeah. could, could they could do like a Flash to the Future, you yes, know? like that's what I say. We do a Back to the Future, but it's Flash. God, that yeah. would piss me off so much. <laughs> 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 that would fucking piss me off so hard if that's how we get the Flashpoint paradox. He just changes his mother's story and she ends up being Martha and then <laughs> hilarious. He's related to uh to Batman and or well, Superman. I say we'll, that <laughs> we'll take the most beloved comic arc of Flash's history and rechange it to him just tripping over a rock against <laughs> Superman. That is well at this point. Come on. Oh my yeah. God. I think if the implication is that I, with this movie no real connection to the moving forward in the DC film universe, then why not? Fuck it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind that's of the mindset I have. If, if it does not matter what they do with this, if they're going to shift direction anyways, then just fucking let it happen. Just do whatever. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. I have dark side called the Monsars from fucking space jam. Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just go and then you just swing for the fences on yeah, at like you know, Voldemort's there. That's product placement <laughs> for that film too. Point. So there you go. Pennywise has to save Martha, but I don't know. Just you just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there anything that you guys want to see carry over from the Whedon cut that you actually enjoyed in the concept that they could expand on? No. No. <laughs> the credits. I said that. Yeah. Yes. I really like that best grip. All right. <laughs> oh, cr- 
Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's anything specifically that that I'm like, yes, it has to. It has to come over. But you know, okay. I the one thing that I've loved from these movies is Jeremy Irons' Alfred. Mm, okay, yeah. there you go. Oh, I would love to see more of him. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought he did a, a solid job. Um, that's another question. Like, was there more stuff that was cut of him, or was that basically the uh, concept that they were going for with this character? Like, was he just kind of a background, uh, give his two cents to Batman? And like, I know that's basically what he's been in these films, other than the trilogy of Nolan films, but. I feel like um, with his wardrobe, there's no way in hell he's meant to be what he is because his fucking like military pants in like almost every scene, <laughs> like that's not butler clothes. Like I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> they have that prequel show about him uh, where he is like a, like a spy, whatever military guy, isn't he? Yeah, or um, now he's like hosting fight clubs and Bruce's okay. like study. Okay. okay. All right. That's, nice. <laughs> that's one way to spend your time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Alfred's Fight Club like Killer Croc fighting fucking <laughs> that's amazing I feel like there was supposed to be more of a story between uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Diana I think that there was like a mm-hmm. a force to love thing going on there that they were probably going to have more of in the original cut but i think we didn't probably learn his lesson from avengers and probably cut that out a bit it seems like he just couldn't think of a hide the zucchini joke so yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) and i mean aquaman was the total like third wheel in that after getting the lasso of truth stuck up his ass when he sat on it yeah, that was really. Uh, I felt like that was very out of place too. It was, it was so yeah. out of place. Like, uh, like, what was he gonna say next? Like, yo, like, I totally put something in her drink, man. Like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, hang on here, duh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the, the, I feel like too. Uh, as far as going forward, uh, the Aquaman movie, I think, has problems as far as no continuity <laughs> of the of like this film and that one. I feel like they kind of contradict each other. Well, but again, it doesn't matter as going forward. <laughs> well, so does Wonder Woman. Like we got Wonder Woman 1984, and we were told in one of these movies that she's just been hiding for a hundred years, and no one knows who she is. But she's like, she's at a mall, man. Like in '84, how do you? That's not hiding. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. It, uh, that's true. So is he gonna have to? I mean, I guess not. It probably doesn't matter. But potentially, would he have to adjust? this film to accommodate plot points in those solo films that have gone forward after the justice league was released. Cause yeah. like you just said, 1984, that's a good point. Sure. We haven't seen it, but like it's implied that she's well-established in the world. Well, even if you didn't take 1984 and just went with the, the, um, the first movie, I mean, she fought a, a demon. yeah pictures of her world war one like that's not a like that's not like a war that nobody knows about (laughs) yeah but you could kind of like toss that aside as like she was lost in history yeah but demon though it's like hey remember that (laughs) demon that attacked us like come on yeah nobody knows about that 
besides the people involved, right? And I know you said forget 84, but I think Kristen Wiig's character is like syndrome from The Incredibles where she's obsessed with her. Like she knows. I I didn't know that. Like she totally like is a fangirl that just all of a sudden gets, I think, like snubbed by her and now is hell bent on becoming Cheetah to take down. Yeah, I I believe that is kind of a, (laughs) I think the, the backstory they're going for. Unless there's some kind of plot point in the at the end of 1984 that uh, is a memory erasing situation because of the disaster that's that's came from someone people knowing about her. That's where Flash trips during the race yes. and just stumbles there into you go. he just stumbles <laughs> exactly. into Sam Goody of 1984 at that mall. <laughs> Sam Goody. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm gonna be disappointed if that's not in the movie oh my god yeah i i have to apologize <laughs> to the d i have taken you guys so off i've been my own paradox <laughs> i love it i keep it keep it going that's <laughs> i will not be happy with anything less than uh <laughs> Sam Goody paradox. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With the sequel, Hot Dog Got a Stick paradox. Oh my god! <laughs> you cut. You brought up Cheetah. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about the idea? Okay, so obviously, you know, the movie Cats had a lot of controversy over the <laughs> CGI fur. Okay, that was the controversy. What? what? <laughs> In my opinion, that's all it was. Is Cheetah I, gonna I have a- I thought it was a great film. <laughs> So. Is she gonna have a realistic cat butthole? Yeah. So, like, here's the question: Is she gonna is she gonna be a CGI body? Is she gonna be all uh, cosmetic? Like, what are they gonna do? I think some like I think some images have leaked. I know there was like some Brazilian like promo thing that like showed her, but it, it was not confirmed if it was fake or not. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't. But I have to imagine they're gonna do some form of CGI. So. I mean, my speculation is it's going to be very similar to what was done with cats and people are going to love it because it's superhero based, right? Yeah. I don't, I have no idea how to respond to this question. It's just so like, I don't, I mean, how can you not now compare anything if it's CGI to it being like from cats? Well, that is specifically true. because she is a cat. So yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be point, interesting. Like, just so, yeah, you can't get around that now. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the whole point is like, oh. it'll be interesting to see how people react to if it is very similar, if that's going to affect the film or if it's going to be something they can look past because it's Wonder Woman and people loved the first one. Oh, James Corden's going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be so pissed if that. He's gonna be so pissed if it's beloved by everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just the whole, you know. That's the whole concept, though, of the toxic fans. You know, it's just like mob mentality. I guess is more like what I should say. It's like yeah. people. Well, it would be. To- you'd think like with the movies being set in like 1984. That's what it is. 84, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that they would their the design of Cheetah would take on like almost like a almost more of like a Thundercats kind of yeah like that would be cool I feel like um and with that like you wouldn't necessarily have to do a ton of CGI for that um you know because it's a I mean you can do a lot with makeup so 
um I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like for a movie that's set in 1984, you would want to use less like where you can use less CGI, like use less CGI just to get the more feel of that like time period, you know? Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of get the yeah. nostalgia tone of, of what it was like in the 80s. Yeah, the, I don't think the, do that. Sorry. And the fact that it's Kristen Wiig, a comedian yeah. playing this character, you'd be like, oh, OK. Like, right. I think they're going with funny because it's Kristen Wiig and she's funny. But like, she's actually a really good actress, too. When she does do serious roles, she does knock it out of the park, typically. Oh, totally. But I think she's definitely well known as like a comedian. So you can kind of like maybe if it comes off cheesy with her being in that role, it might play better to the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets it just a question of what what direction they want that character to be. Uh, she's comedic relief or if she's really meant to be a sinister, you know, villain. Yeah. There's, Wonder Woman. Yeah. There's only like one, like there's a picture of her in, in like the poster, but she's just wearing like a cheetah skirt, like a print skirt mm. and like a jacket and stuff. So I don't know if this is like a, I don't know if it's like, um, like a pre kind of like kind of when uh kind of like how um Michelle Pfeiffer like when she goes from being like the nerdy you know quiet uh yeah. secretary and then she dies and turns into a cat somehow um she you know <laughs> then starts to dress all like sexy and then wears the cat suit when she's in battle like I don't know if it's that kind of situation where like you know she she dies Kristen Wiig gets di- or dies and gets re- resurrected by a cheetah um, <laughs> she's like at the zoo and like falls into the cheetah pen like yeah, I don't they always start licking her back to life she dies at Carol Baskin's pet rescue yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. My God, that's who should be cheetah. Yeah. Fucking bastards. Joe Exotic makes yeah, a right? cameo. <laughs> Goddamn Carol Baskin. You oh. know, destroy Gotham. Who's that bitch, Carol Baskin? Yeah. <laughs> what a woman's like. What happened to you, Cheetah? Who did this? <laughs> Joe Exotic pops in. It was that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Do it. Oh my god, come on. Why are we writing this? (laughs) I ask that question pretty much for every film that I see. (laughs) (laughs) But what if they do like a whole twist too, like uh, uh, in Iron Man 3 where her character doesn't actually ever turn into a a literal cheetah? (laughs) What if it's just like a name that she goes by and she's indeed just a person with powers she just has a really good looking skirt yeah (laughs) that's also a possibility right (laughs) it is but hold on i might have found an image but i don't know you guys talk and i'll see if i can send it to you in the group chat okay uh what do you think jessica you have any uh, thoughts on where you'd like cheetah to to go as far as the character design or just plot point um i don't know I'm, i'm kind of in the same boat I think as Jesse, I think it would be really cool to see them really lean into the eighties situation um, and have it be more practical, uh, whatever the fuck, not practical effects, but you know, like actual costume rather than CGI. 
just a floating head like Robert Downey Jr. whenever he takes <laughs> off the Iron Man mask. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be better to stick with um, something more primitive looking because then we're not going to be distracted. And I think it would be more, more. I don't know, it seems like it would be more canon because it's 1984. Like, yes, there were superheroes probably in this universe back then, but as with everything, your technology increases over time. So I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty much the only input I have. I don't know anything about the character Cheetah. I'm just excited to see uh, Kristen Wiig as a, I guess, is she like an antihero or something? Whatever. Uh, she's a villain. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's been comics where she's been on the side of good for whatever reason. Okay. But I yeah. don't I don't know details of that specifically. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm excited to see Kristen Wiig in this type of role. Yeah. Okay. And so what films do we have going forward? Uh so Batman. So we have the Batman. We have Wonder Woman 1984. There's think, Aquaman 2, but that's like a long way down the road. And I think we're getting a spinoff of Aquaman called The Trench. Yeah, which I assume would be more of a standalone. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, yeah. I assume it's not going to have any kind of impact on any of the other stuff. Uh, and then you also have uh, Black Adam, right? Is, is Yes. Uh, yeah. Johnson's going to be playing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's been in development for like 10 years. Yeah. Well, I, mean, he's, I feel like a few months ago, he was claiming that they actually were going to have production in yeah whatever date it was. I want to say it was like July of next year or something. Yeah, and I don't even think I, th- I don't even think he's debuting in the Shazam movie first. I, th- I thought I heard something that he's going to be he's going to be introducing a different property and then come into Shazam. Yeah, I think they were talking about, was it Justice League Dark? Yes, yes, that was it. Yeah, I I think it was going to be, like he was either going to be like a good guy or something in that, or... Yeah, they they casted him, I mean, they did cast him so long ago that now it's going to be hard. It's going to, like, I feel bad for Zachary Levi as Shazam now because I think more people are just going to want... You know, like, I think people, like, yeah. Rock is just so charismatic. Even as a villain, you're just probably going to be like... Yeah. I mean, shit, even when he was a bad guy as a wrestler, you loved him. Like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard not to root for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to have to make him, like, an anti-hero. Which I'm sure they'll want to do since Deadpool totally. showed that you can do that successfully, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there's a lot of questions that have come up from this. Uh, I think the safest conclusion is it's just going to depend on how successful this ends up being when it releases, where where that goes for the future of DCEU, if at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so when do you guys think, let's kind of cap this off, what, when do you guys think or hope to see this Snyder cut release in 2021. Like what, what time frame are you looking? Thanksgiving, Christmas. That's kind of my thought too. It's going to be something around the time that people will be together and can, it can be like more of a, a mind uh, market concept for people to like talk about and yeah, you know, be the, I, the popular thing on the internet. And I think time to get it finished. Yeah. Like, going to be end of 2021 yeah and again that goes back to like 
you know, have they already been working on it? Is is this something that they are now starting? It, we don't know those questions. So, uh, well, just for everyone's reference, uh, Suicide Squad is August sixth, and the Batman oh, right. is October first. Oh, right, Suicide Squad. There was a sequel for that one. I forgot about. Yeah, and Black Adam is December twenty second. So, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I guess probably November is the only month unless they're going to do super early. Mm. But I'm not sure if they're going to wait want to wait till after the Batman. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I was you... I was looking at like uh what Marvel has coming out. Um Well, they're all fucked with their yeah, they're all delayed over for that. Yeah, I know. Um and it looks like the biggest one that would be coming out at the same time if it if it was like around Christmas if this is still I don't even know if this is like right anymore mm-hmm. um, but it would have been Spider-Man t- uh, 3 I guess um, so that would be that would be a tough opening for them like to be like oh yeah Spider-Man's coming out uh shit like <laughs> yeah but I don't again like I don't know if that is actually gonna happen on time now so I'm it trying to remember. I, I feel like there was news like a month ago about rescheduling that release. Yeah, I think that one got I'm pushed. sure. Didn't it take the place of Uncharted or something? Yes. Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. And okay. then Uncharted's just like nobody knows, which is yeah. not surprising. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it releases late 2021, and then I think it fucked Thor and... Doctor Strange 2 because Marvel then shortly after put Doctor Strange 2 to a later date which I think means Let's see. it's going to have a direct impact on the plot that they yeah. can't leak out with that movie oh wait oh I just found a page that has like updated stuff um, yeah because I think I think you guys are right that it like the whole timeline is all weird now but um oh wait never mind that's 2020 i was gonna i was gonna say but disney plus is releasing like a whole bunch of shit but that's that's 2020 not 2021 um because that's when all their their shows start releasing yeah i think everything but uh falcon and winter soldier are supposedly set dates oh yeah okay so doctor strange i guess moved to november so that's what they would be up against if if um if they actually went with <clears> a, a which probably wouldn't be that hard of a competition because I feel like Doctor Strange isn't as popular as the other characters. Yeah. I think that depends on how well WandaVision does though cuz that's supposed to be like tied in. Yeah, that's true. So if yeah. WandaVision is like a huge success, which like I hope it is because the concept sounds like amazing um then i think that it'll help that movie out a lot but who knows yeah and we know they're going into the multiverse yeah with that with that stuff mm-hmm. unfortunately well, though you could argue that dc has already taken the multiverse scenario with making two justice league movies <laughs> <laughs> based off the same cast that, yeah, that's true. Although we did, we already got. Um, <laughs> so they, oh, actually, they beat Marvel to something, I guess. Um, sorry, Doctor Strange two was postponed till March twenty fifth of twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. So that one's not anymore. 
Okay, I'm so going, going through our last couple of episodes of notes because I know we just talked about that. Uh, but I can't find the Spider-Man one. I just saw let's see, yeah. untitled MCU Spider-Man film postponed from July 16th till November 5th. Okay. I oh, see. That's what. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe this, this is from this is from end of April, so it could have changed again since then. Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But in any case, they're gonna if yes. whatever whatever timeline you know they decide to release. Uh, the Snyder cut, they're going to be going up against some sort of Marvel property, at, you know, so yes. it just depends on which one. Yes. I yeah. feel like they probably won't be as concerned with really competing too much with the Marvel ones. The, my guess is they'd just be more concerned about cannibalizing their own. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, just because they're going to be on HBO Max, like, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, they're not trying to beef up, like, theater sales right exactly anything else you guys want to add i think we pretty much wrapped up the whole conversation of where the snyder cut could could take us oh yeah i uh, i don't know (laughs) i I feel like we've said so much um that i don't i don't know that there's anything else really to say except for like you know if you're gonna if you're gonna support a hashtag of like a director's cut like i don't know make better choices <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but that's just me being an asshole so well i mean it's it's gonna be interesting to see where this takes uh other directors and other films that yeah. may have had similar some scenarios <clears throat> of not getting the proper treatment so i don't know hollywood's gonna change altogether because you know just the pandemic alone is going to impact yeah. how theaters run. Um, uh, I think uh, Paul has to get going soon. So why don't we let him give any last, you know, thoughts out there so he can get going. I agree. You got to practice safe social uh, media <laughs> practices. Cause you yeah. could get just a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Be careful out there with your clicks. Because uh, you could have some very bad, bad results, and someone is like weed whacking the shit out of the yard right in front of me. So sorry that it's really loud right now. Oh, that's um, fine. I don't actually hear it. Okay, cool, cool. You don't have the ears of Brian. That's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for having me on. I'm always DTF. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on and be able to shit on Zack Snyder for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that there's somebody that, that uh, hated it because uh, I I enjoyed it for what it was, but I, I definitely see the flaws in, in what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, go ahead and plug uh, whatever projects you work on and would like people to visit and, and check out. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, Animated Badcast, uh, you have heard, if you listen to that, I bitch about Zack Snyder every episode since he's been (laughs) tweeting. Movies movies from the heart, we talk to people about their favorite movies. And then, totally forgot this one, uh, if your kids are driving you nuts, we got books from the heart. And Jesse's actually been on that one. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is is that the project you do where uh, people read children books for... For yes. uh, students, yeah, okay. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. it's a fun I one. told you about this, Jessica. 
Yeah, that I was remembering that when you told me about that. That's such a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you want to hear Jesse read about Miss Nelson and if uh, you want to hear Michael Winkler. Oh, that one's so good. <laughs> oh, he is, he is awesome at that. So that one's coming back for sure. But yeah, that's where you can find if you if you decide to want to torture yourself by listening to my voice some more, there you go. That's where you can find me. What what age range are the books that uh, people read? Um. Oh man, we have gone. We've gone all over the place. We've gone from K four, like the four year olds, all the way up to, I would say, fifth grade. Uh, okay. We got Rebecca's been reading chapters of Winnie the Pooh and all that. So. Oh. We're taking any suggestion, any anything nice. people want to read, we're doing it. Yeah, I might uh, try to find something to read myself for you. I started <laughs> a book for like a class project one time. I haven't cool. finished it. A children's That's book awesome. called The Humble Bumblebee. Ooh, um, I love it. <laughs> I think that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I got Later Gator. <laughs> nice. I got a book, yeah, I got a little idea called Later Gator. But yeah, I definitely have ice cream sandwiches in my grocery pickup order, so it's like 80 degrees out, so I'm oh, definitely gotcha. going <laughs> to gonna bounce. But thank you so much. This was okay. so much fun. Of course. Thank okay. you for coming on. Thanks That's for coming. Right. Paul Hart, yes. everybody. Yay, Paul. All right, bye-bye. Well, is there anything else you guys want to add? or? No, I think I think we've covered... Yeah, probably more than we needed to. Most aspects. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is called dissecting this fiction, so I yes. want to, you know, live to the name. Yeah. Uh, uh, why don't you plug in anything else that you uh, would like to, Jesse, and uh, we'll call us a successful episode sure. until we do the uh, <laughs> the DTF cut in a couple <laughs> years. Hey, um, yeah, you have to. We have to do like a. <laughs> Like when that comes when it comes out, we have to like get back together and be like, all right, so this is what happened. Um, yeah, so you can, you can find uh, my podcast at a couple of nerds on Facebook. Uh, like I said, there's 20 ish episodes up there, um, so you can uh, listen to those. Uh, my artwork is also on um, Facebook as well, um, so you can take a look at that and sometimes i'm on leftover army monsters podcast so you can catch me there if you love the sultry sounds of my voice um and yeah that's about it do you sell any art are you on like etsy or anything like that do you um not at the moment although i do take um commissions so if anybody if you see something on there that you like um and also like some of the stuff i still have the originals of so if anybody's interested in uh prints i can make you a print and send it out um just send me a message on facebook uh jesse candelori um on there so you can you can either uh request a commission um or get a print cool what's like the craziest thing you've done for a, a request um so the coolest, craziest thing I ha I actually have uh, going on right now, and there's if, if you go back in my Facebook history, it's in there somewhere. But um, a friend of mine uh, commissioned. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch Rick and Morty, mm -hmm. um, but you know, like Fruity Land. So there's like a 
uh, a part where they first go into Fruity Land and there's like this big, like expansive um, shot of like the waterfall and the cliff. And then there's like hills in the background. Um, he commissioned that uh, uh, painting. So it's, oh, wow. yeah, it's 24 by 36, which is the biggest painting I've ever done. Wow. Um, yeah. For somebody else. Like I've done stuff in art class that's been like that size, but this is the, the biggest thing I've commissioned. Um, and it's awesome because like the colors are so bright, uh, vibrant and everything else. So it's, it's about 90% done. Um, I just have to finish like the details and stuff, but that's probably the craziest thing, um, I've done so far. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> that's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's something that I want to get back into. I haven't really done a lot of art in a long time. Yeah, my um my mom she just gave me like a set of watercolors and like two or three pads. So that's the next thing that well, actually it's not the next thing. It's probably like what I'm going to start tackling some like baby Yoda like watercolor things cuz I think those um like the colors that you can kind of put in like in his skin like and reflectively like are really cool together. I think that would mm. make some like really awesome like watercolor uh pictures so that's what i'm going to be working on pretty soon cool nice yeah all right everybody check her out (laughs) thank you anything else you want to add jessica no i think we covered it all (laughs) uh well we know paul didn't like the uh just league that we got uh yeah how, how did you feel overall like what was what's your final thoughts on what we got and as far as what we will potentially be getting uh I guess I feel like I'm pretty similar to you in that I, I it was entertaining to watch, but it uh, it had a lot of flaws. So yeah. I am interested to see what the original vision for the project was. I mean, even like the uh, cutting side of it, it, there was clearly flaws in that film. Uh, yeah, it was like that the early scene where Batman's fighting one of those uh, whatever creature things i don't remember what they were called yeah, the, the flying and he's, he used that like criminal guy as like a like a to lure the creature oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's battling this thing that's like while it's flying it, it clearly flies like many blocks away <laughs> yeah and then it, they like crash on a, a building and then all of a sudden the guy who was very far away on a, another skyscraper building is in the scene with them. Yeah, they somehow landed back on the same exact <laughs> what? Rooftop. It doesn't make sense. While he's tied up. So, like, just, like, little things like that that I did not notice the first time around. I'm just like... Yeah. This is a terrible film in that aspect. But, like, yeah. I had a lot of fun with just the silliness, I guess, of it. Knowing that it's not what it was meant to be makes it easier for me, I guess, to enjoy it. Yeah. For, for art's sake, I'm I'm excited for the Snyder Cut, whether it's good or bad. I just want to see. All right, well, that'll do it. Uh, I guess, do we have an episode number for this? Or this is kind of like a... Uh, well, our episode is 34, so this will probably be, what, 34.5? That's what we usually do? Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for having me on. This was a blast. This was Yeah, yeah I, I was really excited when you guys are all volunteered to, to be on the episode. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it for our massive Snyder Cut discussion. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And hopefully you are satisfied with how deep we delved into 
the possible implications of the new confirmed Snyder Cut. And, uh, yeah. Even if you're not satisfied, I don't care. Yeah, you listened. I was. So, I I really enjoyed what we just did. Yeah, I think it was a great time. Uh, Also, if you are interested, go check out the rest of our, our normal episode. It'll be just episode 34, in case you hadn't already done that. And uh, like, share, subscribe, leave us a review on whatever service you use for podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Join our Facebook group and also email us dtfpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of our our, uh, thoughts on the Snyder Cut. Yeah. If you have anything else to add. Yeah. Join our Facebook group. It's Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. And on Facebook, it's yeah, just it a should public be public. Group. You'll be able to find it. It's got a yeah. logo. Logos DTF. So, yeah, <laughs> and you should be too. And you should be too, exactly. So, thanks for listening. Bye bye.